Strike a Chord, Music Chit Chat with your host, Valentino Kikowski. Record podcast, and on this very special episode, we are at the MC showroom, and we have the people behind this magnificent venue, Meow and Craig. Welcome to the podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. for, Thanks having for having us. us. Ah, it's a com- uh, always a pleasure having you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the MC showroom, beautiful, beautiful theatre. Right? Um, how did it come to be? How, how did the MC showroom come to be in, in Melbourne? Um, the, uh, well, you know, the, well, if you're talking about the name, so the M, I'm Meow, by the way, um, I'm the M in the yep. MC and C is Craig. I'm Craig. Yeah. So, so it's a MC, bit of play on words. Uh, yeah, that's all right. So, that's all so right. it's every, every time when we uh, introduce it, it's kind of like a penny job moment. Okay. Cause everybody was, uh, thought MC is like, you know, the uh, master, master of ceremony. ceremony and, but it's like MC, but you know, it, it. You know, it works, um, The you know, the way we want to present it because we call it showroom because obviously, you know, we don't want to pretend to be something we're not. Of course. Coming in here, you can see, you know, we are quite an intimate uh, 80 to 100 seat kind of cabaret style theater, mm. black box. Um, so the way that it came to be is pretty much because we are. Uh, it's kind of like our own pipe dream. Mm. Um, we traveled uh, quite a bit uh, before we built this theater. So um, we frequented um, places like you know New York or London, and uh, we love theaters ourselves. Yeah. Um, so when, whenever we go to those places, apart from seeking out for like you know Broadway busters, uh, Broadway busters, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know like. Um, or West End shows. We also yep. uh, love, you know, seeing the off-Broadway shows and okay. stuff like that. Um, especially if you go to London, you see a lot of really cute little venues. They mm. could be underground. They could be like, you know, used to be a chocolate factory. And, you know, you go through a restaurant, there's uh, something else, you yeah. know. Um, so, you know, it, we saw this really charming culture, mm. uh, which is rarely seen um, in our part of the town, even though Melbourne is called the culture. Co- culture capital right and then we're like wow you know being the culture capital and the destination we actually don't have something like that Mm. um so you know we're thinking oh wouldn't be cool if we have something like that and then you know and then now like you know you're part of a story where we're looking for a place to build Mm. your your studio yeah i was um i was working out of a studio in balaclava which isn't too far from here um but uh, that business was soon to close and and i was forced to find another place to set up um, and um, anyone who's tried to find a recording studio um, or, or, or a, a space that's actually conducive to one uh, knows how difficult that is and yep. you, you often find yourself being in a basement or something like that. Yes. So, so we went on the search and, and uh, this place came up but it was way too big and, and it had been used in the past um, in some way as a performance space. Okay. Um, bit grungy, bit paran, bit bit kind of yeah, uh, rough has, around the edges but it has got that Paran feel about it you know it's still you know even you, had? It's, it's, you had sorry. <laughs> and I came here a while ago and you yeah. know but yeah I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah well it was um yeah I mean we're not even sure what types of shows might have been played mm. here but uh, but we saw the potential and it, it had lots of offshoots like little rooms around yeah um, that lent themselves to a recording studio and and, uh, and it was also we were sharing with a music school at the time um, okay. here that, that was a, also in the building so it, everything seemed to be right for for us to sort of well, for me to move um, and, and build a new recording studio so and, you had and that music gut production feeling, suite you know you had that gut feeling yeah is, yeah it's, it's supposed and, to be here well that's just it I mean we saw the performance space and then the, yeah. and a, a bit of a penny dropped in our heads and we thought you know what we might be able to sort of follow through on that pipe dream of ours and yeah. um, and and deliver on on that idea. So um, we did, and um, we kind of just followed our nose and and built built this theatre as you see it today. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's a great venue, great little venue, and it's um very uh, it, it it as well as being intimate, 
it's very out there as well. It's mm. not, it's, you, you've got the big stage area, you know, where you can do a big performance and you can bring it in, in, in into like into the audience as well, you mm. know. So you've, you've got that, you know, that Fle flexibility. Yeah, flexibility, mm. you know. And it, it's great. I mean, I, I played here, how long has it been now? About five, five years ago? It was, Four it was pre COVID. Years yeah, it was way pre COVID. Yeah, yeah you guys were doing your first year anniversary. Yeah, right. so that's exactly, we can track it because yeah. uh, we started on the 31st of March 2017. Yep. So that would be 31st of March 2018. So when that's we did right. our yeah first anniversary. Yeah, and we, we had a lot of fun. We, yeah, we, you, you guys know? did a great. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, so it was so much fun. We had a lot of photos and yeah. people absolutely enjoyed them. We set up as a cabaret setting and yeah. had a, yeah, some snacks and stuff and also you know like just about the story of how we come to, uh, to be um to be honest when we first came here like you know it was it takes a lot of imagination mm. um you know because uh, it was covered with graffiti and it's all concrete and you yeah, know the it's, brand vibe yeah yeah it's very much the <laughs> yeah, brand it was, vibe it was street was, art yeah there's like a fake grass street art yeah yeah fake grass it's like you straining sort yeah. of lines and just like you know all the weird and wonderful colors yeah. as well um yeah so it's just had its a, own kind of charm really yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like you know it's a it's it's very 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 quirky mm. um yeah so so that's why what we did, we kind of neutralized it. You know, yeah. we, we made it into a black box. We put up a, like, you know, a wooden curtains and... Um, you put your trademark on it. Yeah, your, yeah. Your, black your and red and, yeah. you know, very, very much like a kind of a theatrical um, vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just, you know, it's basically built almost like a blank canvas, I mm. guess. And so the artists can, you know, however, like a paint on it, yeah. just improvise and uh, do their own thing. Yeah. And, and yeah. I noticed from the outside, it... It gives you no <laughs> no clue, no clue, which is a good thing. You yeah, know? that's, that's right. Very and very then you're walking, you think, oh, it's a different world. That's I'm right. Over the same building. We were know? nominated last year um, um, with the Chapel Street Precinct as yep. a hidden gem. That's um, right. And, I remember. Which is, yeah, which yep. is exactly right. You know, and yep. um, we actually like that 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 factor about a lot of the places um, overseas as well, yep. um, where you know you might just. Well, like like Mia said, you can walk through a restaurant and down some stairs and around a corner, and suddenly mm. you're in a performance space. Yeah, mm. and um, and you know, with turntable and everything. It was yeah. yeah, yeah, like like <laughs> proper a uh, proper yeah, well well, well fitted out uh, yeah. theatre. So yeah. um, not on the dining table is actually no, no, not the theater, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah so table. like you yeah, know, yeah. as as time goes by, we'll we'll obviously sort of develop things further and eventually not be a hidden gem. We'd like to sort of think that we could sort of be a, a bit more of a, a blip on the radar, you know, but um, yeah, well, and I've seen the pool. Because I think we actually won the award. Yeah, uh, that's right. 2019, we, before the pandemic, we got uh, awarded as the Hidden Jam. Mm. Uh, sorry, uh, nominated as Hidden Jam. Yep. But uh, it was this year, wasn't it? 20, yeah, because we were in the UK when we got the news. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so May, we actually you know, got the actual award of the the best entertainment venue in, uh, in, in Chapel Street. But that, that also yeah. comes with a lot of hard work, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> especially... <laughs> You know, Cheers. building it from the from from the ground up, and it's not only the venue and the premises itself. It's about promoting the venue and getting it out there. Mm. Melbourne's full of venues, right? And 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 having something that stands out and something that's different. Everyone's on the lookout for that in Mel in Melbourne, you know. Mm. Um, and and I think you guys have nailed it, and and it's a really really awesome. It's an awesome venue, oh, and nice. now you guys have a a little other little. Theatre, your little theatre, yeah. for yeah. intimate shows. Very intimate, had a look little, at it, a little thirty seater, yeah, yeah, and a, and a small stage. Yeah. Just um, one one of our dreams was to sort of uh, make a platform available to up and comers and yep. and, uh, and an opportunity for people to try out new material yep. and everything. Um, and a lot of those those types of projects actually begin as just a, like a one or two hander. Yep. Um, but someone wants to get up on stage and try out some jokes, or they mm. want to try out some material. Um, and they're not interested in, in a bigger theatre, and they certainly don't have the budget for one. Correct. Um, so that's that's where a small theatre like that comes into play, and um, and I, I, we really, I think we really f found a, like another little niche yeah. uh, there to sort of play on, and yeah. it's great for rehearsals and everything else. Oh, so. Of course, and 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 because you touched on, on 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 you know comedy and stuff like that, and that I think every comedian. It's like every musician as well. You can rehearse as much as you want at home and you can write as many jokes or write as, as much as you want until you get out there mm. and you try it. It's it's a different kettle of fish. It's different, you know, especially for, for 
comedians until they go out there and see what works and what doesn't, mm. you know, they, they're not going to be able to gauge, you know, mm. but with a thing like that, they can come in and do it and, and try it and see. Suck it and see. Suck and see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and, and not only with comedians, but with musicians as well, you know, um, mm. and, and I think in, you know, the, the whole, the whole venue itself, I think it's, it's a very pragmatic little venue because you can have music you can have theater you can have comedians um you know it's very you know versatile, in, versatile and encompassing you know with, well, you with used everything. the word flexible before and I, I think that 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 was one of the important things with this i mean the, even the showroom itself that like the main theater mm. is is adaptable and we can go from cabaret to yep. rake seating or we can perform in the round or yep. we can open these curtains and there's a an additional stage space there yep. and um yeah, you can yeah. totally see we're venue owners, right? We're talking about all these like really boring physical things, like oh, like you know how the curtains are set and stuff. You know, like we yeah. But the thing is, um, we actually had the luxury of uh, continuing to to build and to work with yep. it because uh, it's literally our thing, our baby. Yeah. Um. So you know, we didn't have, we don't still have anything behind us, anyone behind us. So it's give us the ultimate say into yeah. how everything work and uh, it's a very much a tested and tried sort of uh, improvement over the years so five yeah. years on like even during the pandemic not not one year there's like ever a boring moment where yeah. we haven't done anything mm. um so because of that i feel like because uh, we continue to have shows like to start with we uh, i would say we broke into the musical theater first right so mm. very much musical theater vibe a musical theater peeps they're great they, in spreading the words and yeah. you know and then very quickly so at least we we got a, some ground in that world um and then you know word get into the stage um plays and dramas mm. and you know and also like you know obviously there's a sort of a overlap with the, the cabarets yeah. as well Craig has some friends in the magic world, and yeah. so we were like, you know, we also hosted the 2019 the 2019 magic festival, Melbourne okay. Magic Festival. So that's actually quite big uh, for like in that world as well, because they never actually come to cross the river. That's mm. the thing, you know. They've always been in the north north side of the city. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're very privileged to have that. Um, and and then you know now like you know we we are we've been involved in the French festival as yep. well yep. in the midsummer in pretty much like you know comedy festival all the you know, big prominent festivals um, yep. and we like always you know all, all, almost like one of the hubs um, because we do so many shows each uh, festival yeah so yeah so therefore we do have the privilege of continuing to see what the the demand is out there yeah you know the feedback and based on that we continue to mold our space into what it is now i think we're at a pretty good level for at the moment yeah right? so yeah. i think we we can got to kind of hit a ceiling for for a particular sort of i yeah. guess a, a budget range and everything for, yeah, for performers and everything but i think and, and uh, you know when you're saying you know we're, you're constantly working towards and you, you have to reinvent yourselves right on a constant basis and and, and, and as a venue you know, you want to cater to a lot of different styles of performance, mm. right? So, when when you did you have that in mind when you were opening this venue up, like, um, or was it no? It's going to be only for theatre, and that's it. Did you think <laughs> outside the square from the start, or did you think you know what? I just need a recording studio at the moment, yeah. And then we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Was that the case, or it was? Yeah, we're sometimes embarrassed to say that we didn't have a massive business plan or anything when it, when it came to this place. Like we behaved like true musicians or true artists, yeah. where we just sort of <laughs> saw did. something. Hey, let's try that out, you know. Yeah. Um, so it, um, but in in that sort of ignorance, maybe we we didn't know what we were biting off to mm. do it, but but because we've stayed in the ring and we've sort of got to this point now where we're glad because we may not have actually got into this business yeah. had we known. Yeah. <laughs> because you develop on, along the way, right? Exactly, you'll, yeah. You'll evolves. make some mistakes, you'll learn from those mistakes, but there are some things that you, you know, some, sometimes things happen for a reason and you think, oh, okay, let's work from this or mm. let's learn from this and, you know, well, we won't be doing that again or <laughs> we'll do this again, yeah. yes. you know. Um, 
those that 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 journey and it's been how long now? How long has the MC show been open for? Five, five years. Five years. Actually, more than five years. Five now. and a half now. Five yeah, and a half years. Yeah, because it's like you know, end of March. If you count COVID, uh, I mean, the, the, yeah. the whole yeah. industry was closed down for a two year and a half to near, well, nearly two years. I know. That was that was early in in the life of the MC show. Yeah, I know. We we felt gutted from that. Oh, we, yeah. we we really didn't know what was going to happen. Like once we got to open again, we weren't even sure people would show up again. You know, yeah. but yeah. we were lucky enough to. To, you to guys were doing things yeah. through COVID as well. During COVID, you were thinking you were doing, doing some video. Yeah, when they allowed us to open yeah. uh, at, at smaller capacity yeah. or under under really strict conditions, yeah. and we, we sort of tried to pivot. That, that, remember Which, that word? You, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Pivot, pivot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say like, you know, how many times we would talk to each other and just like pretty much like all our spare time we'll be talking about theater. We were yeah. talking about like how, what we should do, like, you know, at different stages. That's a bit stages. of an obsession. I know, it's an <laughs> obsession, exactly. We're like, oh, we might as well have a kid, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> we chose to not have children, so we have ultimate this, freedom. This is, this is your kid, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So we're like, oh, we might as well. Yeah, so it definitely has become a bit of obsession. So, yeah. so like, you know, I think the whole COVID period has also highlighted that yep. because we, we are literally stuck. Because mm. we, like, being a venue, you know, this is a destination, this is... Yep. We have to be able to open to do anything at all, but yeah. but you know at some point, at a certain point, there was we we won't even allow to open. You know, like we were in lockdown for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, you know, we weren't even able to go into the shops for too many that's times. That's right. And that's right. Yeah. So um, so we just keep thinking like what what the landscape could be. You know, mm. what what people would actually you know will people come back to the theater? Yeah. You know, so what would the digital theater become a thing? So that that's why like you just mentioned, we actually launched this new idea called uh, Real Time. That's right. At the uh, the the showroom. Yeah. Yeah, but Real is R E E L instead of yeah. That's so right. like. Yeah, yeah, so it, the dream is that we still have real time here, yes. but like, you know, it's a real time. So, so, uh, we, um, actually invested in some gear mm. and we, we learned on the fly, right? Yeah, <laughs> we became video as editors as you do. broadcasters. As you do. And it's <laughs> yeah. always those creative people that, you know, get, well, I'm not going to say forced, but get to try all that stuff because... There's no one else to do it, and no, either that, or you can't afford it, or you don't have someone with that expertise. So you're gonna try it yourself. You know, there's yeah. creatives. You know, you, oh, I reckon I can do this. You know, and you do it, and, and you learn, and you develop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and constantly finding out how naive we are, but having fun with it. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, that's why it hasn't been done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, oh, that's why people don't do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? You go into it, and you and you give it a crack. Yes. Yeah. If it's someone with a calculated risk mindset, they mm. probably won't do it. Mm. But because we're creatives and, you know, we're, we're part of that, ah, oh, we'll just, we'll just give, yeah. give it a crack. Like yeah. you said, you know, you didn't create this on a business plan, but you just thought, you know, you had a gut feeling and just went on it. Exactly. You know? And it, sometimes that Hey, ha this that would works. make a good theatre here, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, during COVID, luckily enough, my, my business as, as, a, as a music producer, it, it wasn't impacted as much um, and because I literally work in isolation. Mm. Um, so uh, I was able to sort of just continue through that period, but uh, but yeah, you know, we definitely had to sort of invent new ways of using the, the showroom during yeah, that period. Of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. And now, Craig, you mentioned you're a producer, and, and you've produced for some really big companies in the mm. past. Yeah, yeah, over the years. Over the years, Sesame Street is one of them. Yeah, I think. Sesame Street <laughs> and Warner Brothers. That's and, Warner Brothers. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, some great artists, and and yeah, I've, I've been lucky enough to sort of uh, to get a few things played in off Broadway and. That kind of thing. So yeah. it was nice. So you have that instilled in you. So mm. therefore, yeah, you were saying you, you know you weren't quite sure you didn't have a business plan, but at at the end of the day, it's what you do. Yeah, that, that's well. well I, I suppose it might have been an educated guess. You know, um, yeah. given that uh, we we saw that there was a gap in in the market, and and we and knowing what the complaints were amongst. Performers and, and artists that I worked with. <laughs> the feedback. Yeah, the feedback. <laughs> the feedback. Um, then, then I sort of thought, well, if yeah. we provided that, I wonder how quickly it'd get taken up. You know, yeah. I mean, it was still a still a punt, but it, yeah. but it uh, it paid off. It was yeah. good. And yeah. I know your your base is here in the building as well, and I think um, you're probably the person who'll 
probably jack of all trades, you know, because you're here, yeah. you know, or anything musical, anything theater. I'm a bit of the theater. IT guy. You know, I, you're of... the IT, you're the producer. And, but I think Meow is the engine here, I think. Oh, my God. She's more than the engine. She's, she's, she's the, the engine and the, she's, she's the heart and, yeah. the, and, 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 and probably the brains, I think, you know. Uh, uh, well, he, that's exactly right. I mean, I'm, like you said, I mean, I, I, since I went onto the VCA and I, I'd always, music's always been my thing. Yeah. And um, I don't know whether things have changed at the VCA, but when I was there, there wasn't a real focus on um, music business or music, music yeah. promotion or, yeah. or any. Basically, you were taught to, to be good at what you do in, yeah. in, in whatever musical field. A music, a music labourer. Yeah, um, you know? but but then once you're out, you're out. Then yeah. good luck to you. you try course. and work it out for yourself. And yeah. and um, so. I don't like, like many of my peers. I mean, I, I think n none of us really have really good business sense. Mm. Um, and so it was really with through word of mouth and through yeah. just networking and whatever that, that I was able to forge a bit of a career. Um, but for us to sort of have a legitimate theater business and everything like that, it needed a different kind of mind. And that's yeah. where Meow came in. Yeah. Uh, and she's just, she's brilliant when it comes to sort of marketing publicities and understanding how, 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 how a company works uh, and all these things that, that, you know, I agree. Should be and she's great with engaging. Mm. She's great with engaging. You engage, you know. It's not just, oh, come and, come and do a show in the venue. No. You, you actually get the whole experience. It's not, and that's why I, I, I like this. And, and the first time when we, when we spoke, we, you know, it was like, I've, I've come here once, once or twice before, you know. So it, it was that, that engaging, you know, the, the artists, the, mm. you know, the patrons that come, um, you know, you, not everyone has that. So, you know, I think, you know, congratulations, man. You, you, you. Have, you have that. So, and, and it's a great, you know, when you come in and you, and you feel you're, like you're, you're part of the family. Yeah. Mm. And, that's, and that's very important. And you don't get that everywhere. No, Thank you don't. You. That, I mean, that you know? was something else that was said with, that was uh, um, Australia sort of like, likes to boast about how many mm. theatres there are. But, but for the most part, they're actually council run. Uh, which is fine, but, but they tend to be a little soulless. Um, yeah. And, and unless you're talking about the big ones in the city uh, that have been That's around forever. But then they're too big. They're too big and they're, they're incredibly expensive to oh. run. Uh, and, I mean, they, they live completely on, on sort of the massive touring shows and stuff yeah, that exactly. are touring the world. Um, so, I mean, I think we were told recently that, uh, that we're one of very few uh, independently run theatres um, because most of them are either funded by government yep. or the council run. Correct. Yeah. Um, and that's where they get the grants and stuff like that. Yes. That's, how, that's how, they, how, how they work. That's how yeah. they run. Whereas you're private and you're working your asses off to get... But know, at least you get that kind of personal touch. Of course. Uh, you know, like you, and you, you run it the way the you door. want to run it. Yeah. You don't run it the way government wants to run it so, or, or council want to run it. I know, you, which is, might, might be why we don't make any money. But, <laughs> <laughs> but look, you, you don't know what's going to happen in the future, right? So, exactly, that's you know, right. You might, you, you might win Powerball or something, then you can invest everything into it. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you can build another one, another theater. Yeah, we'll go up. Yeah, we'll tap dancing upstairs. <laughs> but in, in, in saying all of that, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a great little place and everything like that, but... Your day-to-day -day operation is pretty much 24-7, isn't it? Like you're constantly here and you're constantly thinking about how to make things better. Am I correct? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got to say, I keep telling everyone that um, there are two things I feel about being in the theatre. And it's a little bit depressing. Mm. That is, I constantly feel like I got the worst, the most boring job. And in the meantime, also like and also quite the, the most hardworking. Oh, I wouldn't say most hardworking. I should say like obviously when you produce a show, it's mm. heck a lot of work. Oh, you yeah. know, I'm oh, not yeah. yeah discounting that that, but I'm just saying the joy. You know, like mm. the joy in the work. Um, so we I probably take on a lot of like very boring side of things, and uh, the other thing is I constantly feel like I'm the outsider. You know, okay. because why is that? Yeah, because he, like the the production team you will know like the dynamic mm. you have with your like you know your band yeah. and uh, your ar other artists peers yeah. and stuff when you work together you develop a good synergy yeah. and you have a lot of story to share and you, you know and um and you have a common goal you yeah. know so you work as a team whether yeah. it's temporary or long term or long term right but you know being a venue this is pretty much their finale so they they have already built up okay. this amazing relationship and they come to you they put on 
on the show and their focus is on putting on a great show and a successful production, you know, because everybody is very invested both emotionally and, you Mm. know, obviously financially. Um, So, but for us, you know, like I'm someone just hovering at the background. So it's not like I can very quickly all of a sudden become part of the team. Yeah. So you've always got a new team. Yes, exactly. There's always, always there's always you. another, you know. Yeah. So it's like, um, you know, you see uh, at the beginning of the the week, this theater is set up for like something, like a different world, yeah. and then the end of the show is empty again. You yeah. know, so you see this like a very quick change. If you put it into a montage, it just is crazy. You know, you <laughs> see all these changes. That's, and an, like, that's an interesting, you know, point of view. Yeah. You know, you get. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You get that, you know, the, the the show is happening and, you know, you've got the people and it, there's the energy is there and then all of a sudden there's the no power one there. of crea- creativity. You yeah, know, you yeah. see, yeah, wow, this is like, you know, like also people have different strengths. They come mm. with different different kind of productions yeah. and you see how different kind of creativity sh- uh, shine through, you know, some from through the act, some through the, the set building, some through the lighting, and, yeah. you know. So it's it's really a magical experience. Of course. Um. So I, but I still, I feel very much like an observer. You know, okay. and also because running a venue, to be honest, I feel like the, you talking about like, you know, me want, you know, having a feel, feel like I, I have a connection mm. with the artist. I feel like that's probably my way of trying to maneuver into like, you know, the, uh, into the team, the, too, yeah. the team to be but, like, come in. But you never know. <laughs> Later on, you know, you might have a team of your own. Yeah, yeah. I might you produce know? a show. Like, yeah, I've been you, talking you about you it, might, thinking about it. This might get bigger. Mm. You yeah. might have people within right. your team you know you yeah. might have that dynamic with your team mm. and you know what you want in that team you know because mm. you know how things are run and 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 your both of your dream is to have this theater and to have have it running how you want to run it mm. Right? Mm. you guys mm. obviously have got a, a a vision in mind and you know you guys have you know, said that quite early. Otherwise, you wouldn't have had this. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Yeah. The the manifesto itself looks very artistic, but the 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 word at the background it's oh. very much like a procedure work. I know. Venue operation is all about procedure. It's an operation. It's yeah. not. It's all the glam and all the glitz happens here. Yeah. But to get all that happening, all the groundwork, and that that's the most important, right? That that's the the. The, the processes, the, 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 the fundamentals, the foundations that need to always be revisited, mm. you know. Um, That's an interesting thing that, that happens like between production companies. Mm. It's interesting to see their strengths and weaknesses. Sometimes there's some real talent in the room and I, and and sometimes that's for, for like performing and on stage, like whether it be through music or acting yep. or whatever, but uh, other times there's real talent in stage management and yep. uh, production management, like just having a real a real tight ship, you know, yeah. uh, running a real tight ship and, uh, and how, having an how, itinerary. How important do you think that is? Oh, well, it, it's crucial, especially for a bigger operation, go. like the bigger the cast. I mean, if it's a smaller, like a little one or two hand, hand yeah. show, uh, they can usually fudge their way through. Yeah. Um, but when, when you've got to try and uh, herd 20 cats, uh, yeah. then... Uh, then it really is important that they, they have a, like a start time, finish time. Yep. They know exactly when to show up and everything. And, and this is where um, Meow often uh, picks up the slack because yeah. uh, the people come in and they won't necessarily have that structure in place. They they'll, an and they'll rely on yeah. Meow to sort of like say, okay, this is how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, sometimes there's, there's negotiation or stepping on toes or whatever, but, mm. but it ultimately it makes sure that the show goes on on time and yep. everyone's where they're supposed to be. And, um, and that's a real art in itself, you know. That's, it's I crucial. agree. I agree that. I think, and you can do any show you want, but if you don't have that, that team or that thing that happens outside of the stage, mm. you won't have a show. Mm. Mm, because at the end of the day, it's all about. I, I know it's the person out there who's doing the show, the people that are doing the show. They. It, it's not an easy job and you get all the anxiety and the butterflies and everything like that. But could you imagine them being like that and having no one to organize outside of the state (laughs) and everything's mayhem? It'll be even worse. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, you're, you're sort of describing our day-to-day life. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's, that's a good point. And, and, and yeah, Meow picks up the slack. And I think this is where, and, 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 the question that I want to ask is what would you like to see from these people that are coming into the venue, right? Who are coming to play or to do a production at the MC showroom. What in a perfect world, what would make it a, a, a great show 
versus a good show? You know, <laughs> what what is that? What do you, what do you think? Is it the outside production? Is it um, the lead up? Is it um, you know the follow up afterwards? What what in in Meow's world? What does that consist of? You know, with with all the work that you do at, at the, from the from the back end, what does that look like in a perfect world? Yeah, there obviously pr- putting on a production is quite a, a it's a mammoth of a work. Mm. Um, you know, like more often than not, if you ask a producer, they will say it's almost like doing a small business. Mm. So there's it's very much multifaceted. Okay. So yeah, so like you know, obviously there's no single point where that determines uh, what works or what doesn't. Mm. Uh, but coming to a venue, I feel like you know, obviously finding a venue is always the first thing mm. that you d- you do because that's pretty much not only contain but also shapes uh, the the experience you want to deliver yep. so i think the communication with the venue is very important yep. um v- one thing i find is that um because a lot of producers come in thinking oh you know we're hiring a venue or like you know we're sort of on our time literally mm. um so you know we're just gonna do our thing and just leave you know leave and just you know sort of it make it a very much like a just kind of momentary sort of thing. Yep. Um, I feel like they, I would suggest for the producer to come in with a mindset that, okay, so the, the venue is not on the opposite side. They're not here to police us. Yep. They're actually here to facilitate. Mm. You know, I think to have that right, right mi- man- mindset, number one, it helps build a good dynamic. And, okay. uh, you know, and also helps with the communication with yep. the, just clear the channel and yep. just understand that we're here to, to help you know being a venue we want you to put on a ripper show you know so don't think like every time if of course everywhere there's rules you know you go to even you go to a restaurant you don't you know just of sort course, of like of course laugh your heads off and yeah. sort of not caring about anyone else That's right? right so like i feel like whenever if there's a rule there's a reason for that rule yeah so don't straight away jump into the wrong conclusions like oh they're just gonna hinder my creativity mm. it's nothing to do with that because believe or not we're here to help and we're here as a team to deliver a ripper show yeah so i feel like um you know you know your venue you chose the venue for the for the reason yeah. obviously have the show in, in, in your mind so it's very important to understand the limitation and the capacity of the venue and how everything works and uh, potentially communicate with the, the the person who runs the venue like for example in yeah. this instance myself mm. and talk about what worked what what didn't yeah. Because it's actually important to pick the brain of the people who's been grounded here, like literally mm. trapped here and know exactly what the shortcomings are, and you the know, or, or the or strength are, you yeah. know, what what had worked before. Yeah. So, you know, so try to, you know, have us on on, on your side yeah. and rather than push us away, just like, oh, my God, like better last minute. So I will break hell like last minute. You know, we yeah. would talk about there's like, you know, um, fake blood and sticky rice everywhere. Like, you know, we're going to yeah. throw p- poppers and confetti yeah, right at the like end right just ruin everything yeah, yeah. and we'll pack up and run you know yeah, don't do yeah. that just um you know talk about you know like just uh transparency you know ultimate yep. transparency because yep. you will find that there will be a lot of constructive ideas that could yep. come uh through with the, the the venue staff themselves and that's through communication obviously you yeah know? and and i think that's that's very important from from uh as, as a musician and as much as he's done shows and everything like that, I think that's very important to give you the information upfront because that lessens a load for me too. Mm. Not only does it, if I don't do it, it'll cause a bit of mayhem, but it, I know that I've got the information, I've got it upfront, I've got the plans or the stage plans or anything like that. And I've, I've, I've got it and we've gone through it. The only thing that's left is to do the show mm. yeah. and to play and, and to you know, make it good for, for, for the patrons and, and make it good for everyone else to have that experience. But I think you're definitely right in saying that you need to have that two-way street. Mm. Sometimes some people, some artists have egos and, you know, you you got really? you to you gotta work with that, right? Yes. So, um, not, not me. But, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, you've you got to work with different characters, different people, you know, the, the bigger the production the bigger chance of something happening that is not to plan. Mm. How do you, you know, these ad hoc things, how do you approach those things? How do, what do you do? You know, not as you said before, not to step on toes or this or that. And I think 
um, you get all sorts of people and this is where the art lies mm -hmm. from your perspective. How to approach these people. How, how, do we, how do you make it so it's not a confrontation. Mm. It's not confrontational. It's, 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 it's discussion. It's, it's, you know, it's not you telling them or them telling you. It's a discussion, you know, and that's I very important. The, the, um, the, one of the challenges for us is that we are working with producers from uh, quite a broad range of experience. Mm -hmm. So you've got people coming straight out of college that don't know what they don't know. Yep. Uh, and then you've got uh, others that, that do know what they, they don't know. And, yeah. and so therefore, they're, they're usually the easy ones to work with. Yep. Um, but, but at the same time, almost like on a separate scale, is, is like the experience of performers who can sometimes develop eccentricities and uh, yeah. and uh, expectations and, and the different dynamics different dynamics and, uh, and meow often says that uh, coming from a corporate background um the, the communication styles between dealing with uh, like divas and and uh, and and very talented yeah. musicians sometimes um versus uh, other corporate sort of uh, peers and everything is uh, are two different things that's so, right and, uh, and that's an art to, to itself it, it is it is and meow i know you come from a corporate background and it's marketing yeah yeah and that is a a a monster of a of a career in itself. So, how did you, or what did you bring into the MC showroom? Like a couple of main things that you brought from your corporate, I suppose, career. What were some of the main things that you brought in that you thought oh, I can I can use that in the arts, and I can use that at the MC showroom? Hmm. That's a good question because. Um to be honest with you, I feel like um, people who's been in the corporate world um, probably has developed a, a bit of different kind of way of work. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of it is almost like a kind of a built-in sort of, okay. uh, um, whether you call it a technique or like a, a strategy okay. or like a, just a process of mm. uh, like working something out. Yeah. Um, I feel like... You know, I cause because I don't want to discount any artists because you 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 yourself is very organized. Mm. I really enjoy working with you. You know, we already know, like you know how we can work together and yep. put your show together and you know to minimize any potential flaws or anything. Um, but I guess you know from a business perspective, um, the th I think the number one benefit is the, the communication. Because uh, with the corporate world, like the reason, to be honest, to for me to leave the corporate world is, is I just cannot stand all the politics. You know, yep. that that has just definitely got in the way of productivity. I just feel like life is too short for those shenanigans, you know. Yeah. Like <laughs> I would rather, if I, I got a, a certain cap, uh, like capability and a capacity, I wanted to sort of, to end in something that... Uh, like, you know, that is actually productive and it's mm. something that uh, I can sort of have a say in. Yep. But in the corporate world, it's very much like a like committee thing. Like, you know, everybody needs to prove that, uh, like validate their existence. So as a result, they become very much like, you know, or like a power play, you know? Yeah. So um, therefore, over communication has really become a thing because everybody needs to make sure their point has been Com like completely understood and been, you know. Um, Sometimes that's a one-way street. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's talking. <laughs> no, no one's, one's listening. understanding. No one's listening. Exactly. And then yeah. there'll be one person who listens and listens and listens and listens and then leaves the corporate world. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's like oh, yeah, you know? too much white noise. Yeah, I exactly. have enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So that, but uh, again, as a result, I feel like that definitely is a benefit for you know benefit me in sort of understanding. All right, you know, communication is always very important. Though a mm. lot, you know, obviously. I feel like a lot of artists probably, uh, you know, I'm just, it's, it's a major generalization, right? But um, a lot of artists, uh, they, they're a bit introverted, you know? So, um, yeah. like, you know, probably they, they're not good at uh, dealing with people. Mm. Um, so, you know, so this is when, I guess, if I could sort of guide that, like that, that pr uh, process and yeah. just lay out exactly what I need, you know, and then just so that it's very much regulated process. Mm. Um, then, you know, like as Craig just mentioned, there are a lot of things you don't know what you don't know. They're not make doing things on purpose, right? Um, so, you know, if you could unearth the problems early on through very thorough communication, yeah. um, and that would really help immensely later on and also sort of, uh, you know, kind of al alleviate as much tension as possible. Yeah, that's um, a very good approach. It's a very good approach because, as you said, a lot of artists that, 
They don't know about that. They don't know about strategy. They don't know about approach. They just go out there and perform. Mm -hmm. yeah. And having someone have, uh, you know, having that expertise makes life a hell of a lot easier because I'll say, oh, you know, I'm just going to go and, and play or I'm going to act and, and that's it. You know, what happens outside, as I said before, what happens outside of the performance, they don't know. Right. Mm. And, and really they're probably not even going to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that experience that you bring and that, that is a, that's an advantage mm. because you. you know what's going to happen and you probably can, you can probably anticipate what's going to happen before it happens. And from, from a, from a perspective of outside of the stage and off the stage where that can be a, a great advantage because that can, as you said, alleviate all that, all that stuff, all that anxiety that, you know, oh, you know, the performance probably thinking of, oh, you know, have, has everyone come in or, you know, is there problems, you know, within the green room or they're probably just arguing in the green room. You get, you, you get that sort of stuff, right? Oh gosh, yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and, and if you, if you have a person that can say, can be there to sort of like overlook all of that and say, look, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I can perform because Meow is here. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even the presence That's makes a difference. Absolutely. You know, and that, and you, and you've got that, you've got that presence. You got that, you know, that, that, as I said, that's an art as well. And you've got, you've got that thing I know because of, we've, even though we've only, I've only played here once and then we were supposed to play here another time through COVID and unfortunately that didn't happen, mm. but we've communicated a fair bit. So when, I know when, when you, when you, when you see a person that is passionate and it's passion, passionate about something you're producing, you're going to bring something into their venue and, and that, and you, and you want to do the best possibly, the best you, you, you can do mm. and without all that other, you know, problems that can happen and, and arise, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like we said, we've been sort of churning through a lot of shows and different mm. artists. Um, the, I think the, the, if we're talking about the art form, then building trust in mm. a short amount of time, yep. Uh, I think it's a, it's a art for art to itself. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, probably the way I am conducting, I wouldn't call it nicer business my, myself maybe, um, would help like giving us uh, giving the artists a certain level of confidence yeah. and, mm. and trust. And uh, if you you know you, uh, that's sort of I guess from like uh, being uh, composed and you know organized yep. and also like obviously five years and like it's literally here every day and I think I've yeah. seen I've seen it all so it kind of like you know able to I, I would be able to advise and you know normally and you can identify it. And you yeah, can identify exactly. those things and say all right well you know where it's going you can yeah yeah you yeah, can you hit know the hit the brakes beforehand or you know or say yeah. look this is probably not going to work or maybe if you do this this is probably going to work and that's also Sight's getting getting sharper and sharper as time goes by too, oh, of because course. the more shows that come through, then yeah. the more things. If they, it, well, I wouldn't say go wrong, but but certain scenarios happen, and you realise, oh, okay, let's just change the way we actually do the. You know, let's change those rules yeah. and uh, and let's yeah. just keep notes of of what happened this time. You know, yeah, and yeah. and that comes with a lot of different types of shows that come in. Mm. Mm. You know, and as you said, you know, maybe some shows aren't fit for purpose or they're not fit for here but some shows are and you know that's an education for everyone i think mm. um you know you guys have gone through obviously some renovations here as well you know mm. you guys have changed things uh, you guys are, 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 are looking through that lens where you know it's reality mm. we need to do this to improve this or we need to you know we need to make the venue a bit bigger or we need to be you know versatile in in the configuration of the venue and you know mm. and now you've got another theater at so, so you guys are, are looking forward to other things and being adaptable mm. you know and yeah. that's very very important thank you and also i feel like um you know apart from the business or procedure side of boring side of things um because you know uh, uh, the fact that we have so many different things coming all the time and working with different people mm. uh, being coherent is really important yeah. So the um, so you know what you're getting, uh, mm. predictable, and being very consistent and coherent. Um, so the I think the marketing side of it actually that's where the marketing expertise kind of shines through. I would I wouldn't say I'm n n necessarily very s strong in say like you know 
digital marketing and or social marketing, not necessarily that. But I feel like, you know, because I've been managing like, you know, the uh, higher level of, of marketing strategy and yeah. branding and stuff like that. I understand the importance of how to create a, a cohesive, coherent experience. Yep. Um, the branding side of things and, you know, the look and feel and what that means when you translate it into a physical uh, presence. Um, you know, so it, like all the way from that logos and, you know, yeah. the, the looks, the coloring and, you know, templates and, uh, and, and, and then how that translate into like day in, day out operation. The reflect, and, and reflective the approach, how does it reflect? How does that reflect from oh, onto you guys? And yeah, the is culture it, is of it, it. Yeah. Yeah. You so know, does it fit you guys? You know, does all of that, does it fit who you are and what you want to do? That's mm. very important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that, you know, if we're talking about the corporate world, how that benefit or my knowledge of mm. it, I think that that would That's be another as, uh, yeah, aspect that actually helped. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, everything that you, you learn, especially in the venue, and it's never an easy thing to open up a venue. And if you haven't done it before, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do yeah. it. That's my advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I, you, you meet some really good people along the way, mm. right? You know, and that sometimes you, money doesn't. You can't pay for that sort of stuff. You nah. meet some people that are, you know, have you have that connection, and you think oh, it's it's a really good, you know, opportunity to meet some good people, and you know, something you think, oh, you know, you forget about all the hard work, but you say, oh, I've met this person and they've made a difference somehow, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and you, you get to meet a lot of people, mm. you know, in a venue like this. So mm. I think that also reflects on the way you are and the way you actually present the venue as well, you know, and, and, and what you, what your, I suppose what you, what you what the future holds and what your plans are going forward. Mm. You know, fortunately we did have COVID and everything like that, but you guys still managed. You still managed to get over it. And being a theatre venue, not not a lot of them exist anymore. No, a lot of them dropped uh, yeah. during that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah so persistence, yeah. I think. And I th I think and stubbornness uh, and, and, and <laughs> yeah. stubbornness very much so. and stubbornness. <laughs> yeah. But I think your your look to the future as well is it's it's very important. And I think. Um, Theatre, whether it's whether it's acting, music, or whatever it is, it's the hardest thing to do. It's the hardest thing to to have a venue that mm. can, you know, that can have all that stuff, all the, all all the stuff that we like to come and see. And you know, unfortunately, that that costs a lot. You know, not only money but time and everything like that. And sometimes that gets overlooked. You know, people come in and they just see a show, they buy the tickets and, and that's it, you know. And this is why I wanted to get you guys on the mm -hmm. podcast so, you know, even get a bit of an insight and, and see what it takes to run this beautiful venue, you know. It, it's Tears it's, and grey hair. <laughs> <laughs> but is oh, it worth it? Good, yeah, good, good, you know, like physical health. Yeah, you know, I mean. Drop so many pounds. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's it's about it's about the, the dream, mm. right? And yeah, yeah. It, it costs time, it costs money, right. it costs this, <laughs> but would, would you have it any other way? No. No. Yeah. You know, you no, we, we, we look back and think, you know, um, there's a lot of things, like I said before, there's a lot of things that we, we if we'd known what was involved to get us to here, mm. would we have done it again? Well, not Probably sure. Differently. Yeah. Differently, yeah, yeah, exactly. But but then you can't discount all the wonderful things that have happened. Yeah. There have been plenty of times where we've we've caught a show here ourselves and we've sat there and had a moment of pride just knowing think, well, look what we did, you know, look what we've built. Yeah. And, and and if it wasn't for, for that hard work that we put in, we wouldn't be seeing this amazing performance, you know. Yeah. Um so so there are there are those moments that make it worth it for us. And yeah. then you think, you know, that thing that we didn't plan. We, did, we made the right decision. Yeah, those, those, they're, they're, they're the moments that you, that you, that stand out, you know. Mm. And all the hard work, all the running around, all the, you know. And then at the end of the night, when there's a good show, you think, you know, you have a bit of pride, as you said. Yeah, it, exactly. It was done here. You know? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We did it. You yeah. know, and 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 that's that's not only a reflection on 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 yourselves, but on the people that come here as well. You know, like it, you come here and you get greeted greeted by beautiful people and you think I'm going to have a good show mm. you know that 
is so important to the artist as, as an artist if you go to a venue and the venue owners make you feel like you're at home make you feel comfortable there that is the best thing that can happen mm. and then you go out and you and you play and you 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 have a great performance whereas you know if you come across oh these are the processes this is this is what happened and that, that's it you feel a bit tense and you feel oh, i just want to get this gig over and done with mm. you know um but Look, congratulations to both of you. It's a great, great place. And I think, and I wish you all the success and, um, you know, thank you. everything that you guys possibly wish for, you know, with, you know, with this beautiful place. But, um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, thank you. yeah, it was oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks no, for having us. Pleasure being all mine. It's been a really great you know, insight and thanks once again. And, um, I'm having a show here as well on the yeah. uh, 23rd, 23rd of 23rd December, of December yeah. with, uh, with, with my, with my group and my friends and colleagues and we're going to come and have this amazing experience here and as well. Smile. And my smile. And the hostility. Yes. No, yes. Hospitality. Not Hospi- hospitality. Oh, there maybe. could be a bit of hostility. <laughs> yeah. Hostility. Maybe. Uh, we hope not, but, <laughs> yeah. you know. But um, thanks a lot, guys. It's, it's been a, an absolute pleasure and um, look forward to working with you, with yourselves, Anna, in the future. Yes, too. Yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you so thanks much. Once again. Thanks thank for you. the chat. It's been great. Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed the Strike Accord podcast. Be sure to visit valentinoflamenco.com to access more podcast episodes, news, and other projects that I'm currently working on. Thanks for listening and watching.